1: Recorded live <laughs> and welcome to another Fragments of Silicon special review. Uh, Indeed, for those of you who are not familiar with this particular uh, kind of episode, every so often we get a game from one of our developer friends and we don't have an interview lined up. When that happens, we we get together to discuss it uh, in a special episode. In this case, we recently got the game TenGami from our friends at Yam, Yam Games. We actually interviewed them about oh, geez, uh, it's been a while—about January of 2014. So yeah, this this one's kind of been a long time in the making. Like indeed, TenGami has been uh, has been making its paces. Like, when back when we interviewed uh, Yam Yam, uh, the game had just come out on iOS and was waiting on the other versions. In the intervening year, year and some change, it's now been released on the Steam store this year and then last fall on the Wii U. So it's available on a number of platforms now.
0: On the plus side, that means the fact that we waited until now to do it means that I could have actually played it.
1: Yeah, well, I mean, I did. Well, it's like this. This was born out of we're going on break soon, so we're trying to create some more content while we're away. You know, we we might be doing one or two of these episodes during the break. We'll see how things go, but you know, we did get TenGami uh, pretty quick, uh, quicker than I expected, honestly.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And and okay, so for this one, who has played TenGami?
0: I have.
1: Uh, as have I. So, uh, yeah, so three of us have uh, played the game. Two of us have beaten it. Uh,
0: I'm sorry, I had to clean.
1: <laughs> well, you, well, you're
0: not... And I'm just here to be pretty. <laughs> you're in charge of the show. show.
1: Well, well, I gave you the code, uh, Ogre, but...
0: I know, I know. I'm, I'm keeping track of the codes now so I can go back... <laughs> Can <laughs> redeem those instead of just letting them sit there in the chat yeah. forever.
1: Well, hell, I even gave a code to Naka. Of course, you know, with not with how busy Naka is, not expecting him to get to, to any one of these games anytime soon. But
0: yeah, it may show up in a let's play at some point. Yeah, well, this just seems
1: yeah. Well, well Tengani this would be good for. Uh, it's not going to do a let's play of this. It'd be something if, uh, between major projects because. So.
0: Uh, I, I beat the game in like two hours, and I yeah. got ninety percent of the things. Well, no, not ninety percent. What's? Uh, there are ten in the Wii U version. There are ten collectible stickers, and I got seven of them. I think I might have gotten nine. Yeah. So seven. They're yeah.
1: Yeah. S- yeah, so...
0: Stop, stop it. I can math. I'm not retarded. <laughs> I mean, I'm not stupid. I'm not... Whatever. I'm not <laughs> slow at math. Sorry.
1: Just... Maybe stop talking. Yeah.
0: <laughs> yeah. Bad books. <laughs>
1: um, yeah. Anyway...
0: You can start over if you
1: want. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Anyway, anyway, anyway...
0: Rewind button. Anyway... Yeah. Shut up. Let Adam talk.
1: <laughs> Thank you. Anyway, so... Let's get to my to the, my biggest caveat of this game, and that's the runtime. You know, yeah, your your average playthrough is going to be about two hours. You know, it's like uh, that's about what I clocked in. That's about what Gallus clocked in. Uh, Petty fan, how, how how much time have you spent with the game?
0: I Steam is saying I put in seventy minutes, and I'm apparently near the second the last puzzle in the game.
1: Yeah. I, I will say, like the last couple of puzzles in the game, uh, if you don't look at, look up the solution, will probably take you a bit of time to get through. Although I don't think in the necessarily best way, it's more. I
0: did do it without guide.
1: Well, it, it's more. The trickery wasn't in figuring out the puzzle; it was figuring out what how what things I missed. Mm-hmm. You know, keep yeah. track of that thing that. That was more of an annoyance than anything else,
0: and or using the folding mechanic in a way they didn't really teach you that well well there, I, I, there there was there one of the i mean i don't know if you listened to the hints or thought the hints were cheaty, but one of the hints did specifically say, "Take your time
1: yeah no, that wasn't my problem my problem wasn't with the puzzle itself it was it was real it was kind of hard to keep track of how many symbols there were because of, you know, the angles used and all that stuff. You know, like,
0: mm-hmm. uh, like, uh, like I wasn't Oh, sh- did you accidentally count the ones on the bottom of the floor twice?
1: Yeah, something like that. It was, it was easy to do that kind of thing. That's what I'm saying. It's like, I, I like
0: the... Because you can see those symbols both when you're folding into that page and when you're folding out, but they're the same ones, so they only count once.
1: Right, right. That kind of tripped me up there a couple times.
0: So, spoilers, just in case anybody wants to get to that puzzle. Well, it's like, oh, it's kind of
1: dancing around
0: it. I'm not telling what the answers are.
1: Yeah, it's like... The answer is 74. Yeah.
0: And and the last puzzle was also kind of, Also, it's much easier if you can read Japanese numbers. <laughs> All my years of reading Bleach are finally going to come to fruition. <laughs> <laughs> All the time I wasted reading Bleach.
1: Yeah, I didn't have a problem reading Japanese numbers because, well, it was pretty obvious what symbol matched with what. Uh
0: Uh-huh. You
1: know, it's like... It's like, if you didn't figure out what, what like, four was or seven was, you know, just based on their position, you know,
0: it's like... uh, Technically, the only one where you actually know what the actual things are is matching. The other one is just counting.
1: Yeah, whatever. But anyway and the last puzzle was kind of tricky in the sense that they really didn't give you a context for that one so took me a, it took me a bit to figure that one out but overall the puzzles weren't very weren't all that difficult you know and also this game kind of shows its you know its touchscreen heritage like there's a lot of um Manipulation that uh, that kind of makes sense only on a touchscreen.
0: Yeah, on, on the Wii U, you can't use any buttons or the uh, yeah. or the uh, analog sticks at all. Well, it's, it's like all, it's all touchscreen.
1: Yeah, uh, you know, it's like the you know the, the Steam version. It's all by mouse, but using a mouse on a touchscreen game, even a a touchscreen adventure game, is inelegant.
0: Oh yeah, because mm-hmm. there's a lot of dragging and fl- and flipping.
1: Yeah, dragging, flipping, using things as cranks. Like this is all stuff I've seen in a lot of touchscreen games, but you you really don't see in PC-born games because that's not the way those games are designed. No, I'm not saying that's a, it's a bad port or anything. It's just you know it gets a bit more laborious when you're when you're using a mouse.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: You know, um, but overall, I rather liked this game. You know, it's like, it's, a. you know, I, I think I might have noted this back in the interview. Granted, you know, the interview was a while ago, so I might, uh, you know, it, it's not going to be very fresh in my memory, but I really liked the atmosphere and the aesthetic of this game. Always have. That's in fact that's what really attracted it to me, in the first place. Like the, the you know the, the traditional Japanese paper craft looks amazing.
0: Mhm. Although that's very much what it is though. It's a book you're exploring inside a basically a pop up book, and all the art is very Japanese styled. And um, I know that, the, the background music is Japanese styled.
1: Yeah. Uh, it should be noted, as we did in the interview, that even though the music is traditional Japanese stuff, it was composed by David Wise. And if you don't know who David Wise is, well, he scored a whole bunch of Rare games.
0: I did, I did note style, but yeah.
1: Yeah. But, well, it's also... This, this game was a collaboration between England and Japan. You know, the, the, as in there are two branches of Yam Yam... One is located in England, the other is located in Japan.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Uh, but you know, it's like I will warn you if you do play this game, uh, don't play it while you're kind of sleepy, because and this you
0: is put like, you right to sleep. It is very yeah, it, very it, relaxing. Yeah, this game is chill as fuck. Yeah, <laughs> even, even when you're in a frustrating puzzle, it's still relaxing.
1: Yeah.
0: And some of those goddamn folding stair puzzles were really annoying. <laughs> yeah, it, it, it's
1: yeah. I I was like when I was playing it the other day, I I almost fell asleep a couple times because of the, uh, because of the music and all that stuff.
0: You know. Same here. It,
1: it's not a boring game. It's just it, it's just something that will soothe. It's me.
0: Not it's not very intense, and it's very soothing.
1: Yeah. Now, Galax, uh, were there any Wii U specific features that you uh, noted?
0: Uh, well, apparently there was one thing that apparently is only in the Wii U version. Uh, in the Wii U version, there are, as you go through the game, there are apparently ten stickers you can select, you can collect that you can use to post to Meverse. And at certain points in the game, it gives you a translated haiku, I think. They're not actual haikus, but they're structured like they probably were haikus in Japanese, and then they were translated without laboriously forcing the meter. Mm. Um, And it gives you those and says you can post this to me, Verse, if you want. Uh, The stickers are interesting. I don't know if you can use stickers you get outside of the game, but they're just like random hidden in areas behind things in the game. And like I said, I found seven... I found almost all of them. Right. So they're not, like, super hard to find. And, uh, and they don't really add anything to the game except for you got a neat little sticker you can use to put in your universe posts. And you can play on the TV screen. if you. I mean, you can have the TV screen on, but the only option is to have it show the same stuff as on the touchpad. And since it's all touch-controlled, you should... Be using the touchpad basically. Right. Uh, the music is a little better off your TV, probably.
1: Yeah. I, I will note the PC version, all it had was uh, uh, a couple, it, it had four achievements. And unfortunately, they're the laziest kind of achievements. They're the, uh, hey, you made it to the next chapter kind of achievement.
0: Yeah. But you beat this boss that you were totally supposed to beat. Here's an achievement. Except there aren't even bosses.
1: Yeah, uh, but, but it was like you got an achievement for each season. you beat.
0: Yeah. Uh, and you got the plot to- of the game, such as it is, is that I guess uh, it's turned into winter and all life is, or life is gone, sort of. So you have to travel to the different areas each of which seems to be in a different season, to collect the flower petal, cherry blossom petals, from the tree that you start out next to and bring them back.
1: i, I got to say, uh, I was kind of expecting four seasons. Me too. Yeah, no, so me too. There are only, there are only kind of um, three seasons of the game. <laughs>
0: the tree even has four branches, kind of, but the top two count together, I guess. Uh, it's, the first, see, the first one is winter, I think. The second one is spring, and the last one is summerish. Yeah. Or no, one of them is fall. Yeah, one of them is fall. The, the second one is fall, because you go back and forth. So it's spring, fall, and summer. And then winter is where you start. That's probably where winter is. Right. So wait, are you telling me you fall back, but spring forward? Sure, why not?
1: Boom! That was terrible.
0: I know. Oh, But at least I didn't, yes, but at least I didn't make anybody change their clocks. That is true. Daylight
1: savings time slam.
0: I gave up caring about it, but the worst part was always on like my 3ds with games that have daily daily things where when you adjust the clock, you have to like. That was the end of the joke. Yeah, <laughs> I know. Yeah. Uh, let's see. I guess one thing to note that this game is really one of those walking simulators. Yeah, there aren't really, a t- it's very linear, and the puzzles are pretty mm-hmm. apparent. There's, like, the Wii U version probably has more to do, to accomplish by just exploring, because you usually can go a little further to one side of the other than the game requires you to.
1: Right. I know you call it pop-up book style, but it's really more in the style of a diorama. Uh, especially when you go, like, a little too far to the left and you can see the edge.
0: Well, it sort of looks physically like a pop-up book that you're flipping the pages on, although it kind of goes both ways, but yeah.
1: Yeah. (laughs) Kind of uh, a mixture of the two.
0: Yeah. (laughs) I mean, a pop-up book is pretty close to a diorama anyway, so.
1: Yeah, uh, also for people who just joined us in, like, the chat room and all that, we're talking about the game Tengami
0: yeah I have to ask since Gullop's here, it is here. What does that name mean? Do you know? uh, I would have to see what the kanji are for it. I assume it's something like heaven paper <laughs> um actually I think... oh, they don't have it on their on the steam storefront. I thought they did All right uh... uh it says something on their uh oh. website here. Uh, professionalism. Yeah, tengami is made up of two characters which are heaven and paper, but if you wrote it in Japanese and showed it to a Japanese person, it would look a bit strange to them. So that's why we have gone for the Romanized version of it. So it approximately translates as heavenly paper.
1: Well, what would that be in the actual Japanese, though? Tengami. Oh, so it's not like a different like Tengami or something like that.
0: Kami is the word for paper, and ten is the word for heaven in one reading of each of those things.
1: That's actually interesting to note.
0: Kami is a word that there are a lot of meanings of it, which I assumed it was talking about paper because it's a very papery game. Mm -hmm. Uh, It can also mean spirit or hair, which I guess spirit might have something to do with it, depending on how much you read into the plot, but... And there are different 10s, too. But Heavenly was the one I assumed it was because it seemed most appropriate. Yeah. Uh,
1: So, well, kind of been dancing around this point, but let me get to my biggest issue with the game itself, and that is, unfortunately, the price. At least the price of, like, the Wii U and the um, PC version. I think it might be the same on iOS as well. But um, I
0: can see if it's on Android much now.
1: I'm not sure if it's actually on Android. I think it's only on iOS. Like, you can only get it on the iPhone and the iPad. Yeah. And, well, Mac OS. But, you know, all Apple. I don't recall this game ever being released on Android. Yeah. Yeah. I'm not sure if they're going to have one of those. Because well, piracy concerns. Like Android, mm-hmm. you don't know, you know it's like paid apps is kind of a an issue. Uh, that might be a topic of discussion for another point.
0: But oh you can only get the soundtrack for ten dollar but the app is not available. Okay. That's uh, odd.
1: Anyway, so the game is ten dollars and that's a bit much to be asking for for a game that can be completed in two hours, and, you know, it's like I, I know the whole value per dollar and all that stuff, but you know, you, you know, it's like uh, I'm just concerned that you know, ten dollars might be a, a little too rich for some people's blood here.
0: Yes, but the game does not have. I mean, if you want to relax again, sure. Yeah. But it doesn't have a ton of replay value in the sense of once you've completed it, there's not really much else to do. Like, I might at some point go back and try to find the rest of the stickers. Right. And again, that's something that's in the Wii U version that isn't in other versions.
1: Right. It, it, it's like, you know, I do hate to ding a game for that, but it, it's something to take into consideration. Especially since, you know, there are other adventure games we've featured recently that, you know, not for nothing, do kind of offer a better value for your dollar. Like the Supreme League of Patriots comes to mind. You know, that is $15 for three episodes. That lasts about three to five hours if you're going to calculate the math. Mm -hmm. However, that's, you know, I I won't, you know, if you're looking for a relaxing Uh, for an experience, by all means, buy Tengami on your platform of
0: choice. Okay, Tengami on the Apple App Store is $5. $5.
1: See, that's about the price I would recommend uh, picking up the game for.
0: And prices for the Wii U are a little higher than most places mm -hmm. for digital stuff, but I think that it's probably a better deal on iOS than it is.
1: Yeah, it's like, so the sentence I never thought I'd hear
0: on this show. I'm not saying I like iOS, I'm just saying I I think the lower price is more appropriate for a software of this, not for quality reasons, just for, like, the amount of the amount of substance to it. Now, if we had the um, access to the soundtrack too, then, yeah, I'd pay the $10. But seeing out only just the game, yeah, that's kind of a bit steep. Yeah. Uh,
1: yeah, it's yeah, I'll, I'll recommend that if you're going to buy a version of this game,
0: get the iOS version. You know, Or wait for a Steam sale. Right. Unless you really want the stickers for Miiverse. Which, come on, it's got a Japanese dude and a boat sticker. What else do you want? Yeah,
1: well, it's like, I'm going to recommend the iOS version either. Preferably the iPad version because of the, of the screen real st- real estate. You know, you, you do a lot of uh, manipulating things. Like I, I still remember moving the gears and the boat.
0: Yeah, some of the gears are a little bit small. Uh, but one of my biggest issues with the game was actually the speed of walking. I mean, I know it's to be relaxing, but yeah. when you're when you're when you're uh, searching for something, it can be a little bit slow.
1: Right. Yeah. So the final rating of Tengami is I give it I give it on the Wii U and the um, Steam a six and iOS a seven.
0: That's, that's reasonable.
1: Yeah. I think
0: I might go a little higher, but I was graded harshly as a child.
1: Well, <laughs> why would you go a little bit higher,
0: Dalek? Because if he doesn't, Vegeta will take his lunch money. <laughs> not for the value purposes. I mean, it, it is overcosted for its value, but I think it's mm-hmm. kind of an experiential artwork thing going on. I don't know. It's an experience that I I'm glad I had, even though it wasn't like the most engaging. I don't know. Well, uh, yeah, I I wouldn't really give it like a number scale thing because I'm not really into that. But I'd say it's something you should at least try if you have an interest in like Japanese stuff at all. Well, it's like uh, I, as a person who's never played the game, I give an origami crane out of one. That's well, a pretty like appropriate scale.
1: I will know number number scales aren't useless. It's just they get abused to hell. You
0: know, know, um, I'm not. I'm not good at it.
1: Well, it's like if you use the scales as they're intended to be, then you know you're fine. Like. Seven is a good rating. Six is a, six is a fair rating. You know, it, it's like the iOS version is $5. It's a good experience, you know, and, and that's really the version you should buy. You know, it's like if you get it on Steam or the Wii U, it's a bit more expensive, and I do have to take that into consideration.
0: Mm, you're probably better at grading than I am, so.
1: Uh, and, and it's like it's just, you know, also, if, you know, Anyone from, like, Yam Yam uh, listens to us. They can understand where I'm coming from.
0: Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, it's not like we're a 5 out of 10 means you failed. Yeah, it's like... We're not we're not doing American grade schools here. We're doing, like, 6 is actually pretty good, and 7 is actually a lot better. Yeah,
1: Especially if you know our case and all that stuff. Yeah. So, anyway, yeah. So, I, you know... I it was play. like like you said
0: before you right. recommend it so
1: yeah. yeah so I
0: think that's good enough
1: yeah so uh once again 10 the game is Tengami it's available on iOS for $5 and it's available on the Wii U and the Steam uh for uh $10 no okay the the technically oh. 9 you know, 499 999 but tax yeah <laughs> anyway so until next time uh Until this Wednesday, I'll wish you good gaming.